Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. My name's Carrie. I'm Emma. I'm Dean. And this is going to be the second part of Dean's big podcast flops. series about movies and big drops. Yep. Whoop, whoop. Last week was big flops. Some of the worst grossing, biggest money losing major motion pictures ever. Today is big drops, which is going to be some major TV shows and movies which have never been aired or seen the light of day for some pretty strange reasons and some mm-hmm. pretty icky reasons. Yep, you. But also, um, these are, we can cut this out because I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, therefore, we're keeping it in. Also, if you didn't happen to listen to Big Flops, it's not a prerequisite to listen no, to Big Drops. you don't have to. But go well, back because it's fun. You should. You should. We had a good time. We had a good it's time. It's us talking a lot about movies. Yes. Well, I don't know if you want to really, is that really going to sell it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stay tuned for the Big Drops. Now we're going to go into several, both movies, mostly TV shows, actually, that fairly, and I wanted to keep just the stuff that was pretty prominent, you know, made from prominent studios or networks, and that just were completely dropped. The first one was a 1972 film. It actually was not quite finished, starring Jerry Lewis as a clown in a concentration camp during the Holocaust. Oh, boy. I know what this one is. It's called The Day the Clown Cried. Yeah. It's infamous in Hollywood. It was, I mean, if you, Roberto Benigni did something like that many years later and won an Oscar for it. And then went, Life Life is Beautiful. beautiful. Which is a gorgeous film. Yeah. He performs for Jewish children in the camp. He gets beaten up and he eventually leads the children to the gas chambers while trying to keep their spirits up. Yeah, my question is, Jesus. who thought that was a good idea? Life yeah, is Beautiful yeah. is about a father in the horrors of the Holocaust trying to shield his son's innocence yeah. from the tragedy that's surrounded them. Yeah. It was a very beautiful movie. I watched it in school. Cry my little eyes out. Oh. The, the day the clown <laughs> cried is not that. Uh, it's who horrifying. Thought that was You'd be, be scared shitless. Jerry Lewis didn't did, but then he didn't. He, uh, to his credit, he realized he said, "Quote: You'll never see it. No one will ever see it because I'm embarrassed at the poor work he got. He, wow. I, I guess, he bought all copies and destroyed wow. them. <laughs> wow. And uh, Harry Shearer, who you might know from The Simpsons, is a voice actor and, and was on Saturday Night Live for a long time ago. He has said he has seen a copy. Oh. And he says, so there are some bootleg copies out there. He said, quote, seeing this film was really awe-inspiring in that you are rarely in the presence of a perfect object. This was a perfect object. This movie is so drastically wrong. His pathos (laughs) and his comedy are so wildly misplaced that you could not, in your fantasy of what it might be like, improve on what it really is. (laughs) I saw, I've watched videos about this movie and, you know, the history behind it. And I saw, you know, the grainiest little clip from, somebody's TV far away in some production room somewhere. And, you know, it was maybe 30 seconds and it was Jerry Lewis as the clown. It's just like, oh my God. Well, (laughs) here's something you might not know. Jerry Lewis did keep some copies. He did. Yes. And in 2015, just I think two years before he died, he gave a copy Mm -hmm. of the film to the Library of Congress. Wow. On the stipulation that it cannot be screened until 2020. Four. Guys, that's next year. Oh my God, I that's, don't want to see wait. it. I don't want to see <laughs> it, but it. I, I really want to see it. So I never saw Life Is Beautiful. You uh, I, I never saw it either. No, but this I sounds just it. horrific. You cry too much. Yeah, it's really sad. Probably like, I mean, non-stop. imagine they're walking with children to the gas chamber. He's going, "Come on, hey kids," and doing crazy sight gags and, mm-hmm. and pratfalls. I mean, that's that's horrifying. 
a bunch of these now are going to be TV. One of these was called the Ultimate Slip and Slide. You guys remember Slip and Slides? Yeah, they're we great. Ha- fun. We had about twenty-seven of fun them. Fun game. <laughs> they broke after one use. Plastic that you pray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you set down a whole bunch of yellow plastic. You spray a hose on it. People injure themselves sliding down it because there are rocks underneath that where you laid it down on the lawn. Well, you're chipping a tooth. You're yes. cutting your yes. <laughs> And then you dislocate a shoulder, maybe. Yeah. And so they said, "This is a good idea." In 2021, NBC had a show. And basically, they're going to be like Wipeout. They wanted to do yeah. something like that. And he said, here's a quote from, I can't remember the publication. It said, it was going to be like white Wipeout, but instead it turned into Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> so adult contestants, I guess there was, they're going to compete in various games like Human Pong, Body Bowling, Cornhole, which uh, Cornhole the Game is with beanbags. If, if that wasn't with beanbags, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> and Slip Inside. And... The the manufacturer Whammo was a sponsor of the show, so there you go. And apparently, though, when they're doing the slip and slide thing, the water was bad, so everybody got giardia. Oh my god! And there was on set an outbreak of quote explosive diarrhea. Oh, <laughs> that is <laughs> fantastic! My That's awesome. Actually, there are so many YouTube videos of, of adults doing no of a. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> if you saw Carrie's double take on that, she was disgusted. By no, that. of adults setting up a, a slip and slide down a hill into yeah. a lake or a pond yeah, and or whatever. It was really bad. No, it looks like great fun. Yeah. We did it in our friend's backyard yeah. several Not times. Not that long ago. <laughs> and slip cup and slip and slide all in oh, one yeah, go. That was I can't stress enough. Flip cup, then slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, you would very... drink and then I didn't play. Yeah. And then slip and slide. I, don't I, think I could drink when we did I, this, but as a matter of fact, just came across some great action shots of somebody on the slip and slide. I'm going to post them on our Instagram. Is it him? <laughs> better not. Is it dad? You have to get permission. Um, <laughs> Does she have permission? No, <laughs> until I see it. The this show was going was scheduled to be on right after the Summer Olympics closing ceremony. So they had big wow. plans for this show, and they canceled it. Never saw it. Wow. Never has never been seen. Oh my god, and everybody pooped themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know there's a video of that. Oh, somewhere. there has to be. Because it's all filmed. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god, did they start pooping themselves while they were filming that the show? That would be phenomenal. And oh. they're in like bathing suits and yeah. stuff. So you're going to see diary in the Their water. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see just the brown trail on the side. <laughs> That's inside. really crazy. <laughs> that would be That's the craziest fun. thing I've ever heard. Nominal. The next one is in uh, 2018. A lot of these are shockingly recent. 2018 TV pilot for one of the greatest sort of comedy horror movies of all time, Tremors. Oh. They're going to turn it into a TV series. Yeah. Kevin Bacon was involved. I'm not exactly sure how Kevin Bacon was involved, but he was. He said, quote, we made an excellent pilot outside of Albuquerque, recreated the town, had a really great cast, director and writer, and to this day, I still don't understand why they didn't want to move forward with it. He has oh. no idea. Sci-fi just sat on it huh. and has never aired it. I remember hearing about it, and I thought it was, I thought it went on and was um, on TV. Imagine no. being there, an actor. Well, there, there was a different, you're thinking of something, this is going to be a, a new one with Kevin Bacon as a, you know, an older, I, I don't yeah. know if he's playing his original character, but. So there was a Tremor series? Yeah, that, there oh, was okay. something else like that too. There was okay. something along that line. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That just sounds devastating. Imagine being yeah, an actor and I filming know. a show, and, and you're like, "This is it. This is my break." And they're like, "Never mind." Well, in this case, are you Kevin Bacon? And you think, you know, say, "Fuck you, sci-fi. I'm, How dare you?" I'm bury Kevin Bacon. Me. I'm Kevin. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Hello. He says. To all, also, he said it's a real head scratcher because if I honestly thought that pilot was shit, I'd say so. But he thought it was really good. Huh. Instead, they picked up a, a series. 
I guess the yeah, various pilots, right? And you pick up some, right. you don't pick up others. They picked up some show called Deadly Class, which was canceled after one season instead of this. So it's and too Kevin bad. And Kevin Bacon was like, fuck you guys. Fuck up, man. I'm Kevin Bacon. And I'm successful. One fan on Reddit said, how are there 19 shitty Tremors movie sequels but this doesn't get picked up by at least a streaming service? Right. Yeah, that's true. I know. Plus, nobody? Here's another one that is shocking it wasn't aired. It's called Star Wars Detours. Hmm. And it was an animated show. They made not one, not, not one pilot, not a second show. They made... 39 episodes. Oh, wow. 39. That's a season and a half. They had another 62 scripts written when they pulled the plug. Huh. Wow. It's, that's just it's never been wasteful. released. One episode was apparently leaked online, but it's never been released. Guess who the creators were? Seth Green and Matthew Senreich of oh. Robot Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Seth Green being an absolute Star Wars devotee, yeah, yeah. mega fan. This was, and uh, there is actually probably a very good reason for this, is because Disney bought Lucas, yes. and it wasn't Disney, part of the deal. it was oh. Lucas. No, it yeah. was part of the deal. Oh. They bought everything, but Disney, as soon as Disney got a hold of Lucas Films, and this was in production, they killed it. And well, that's stupid. That's like free money to them. Incredibly right? stupid. We don't have to spend any money to make it. I, baffling. It, it's, it's an ego. Yeah, it's, it's some Disney executive it, so. who it, it's for sure that's it. Yeah, it's like in sports uh, sometimes when you get a new coach and that new new coach had no or new GM and that GM didn't draft you, you're on the outs because that you're not that GM's guy right. or the coach's guy. You're the last people's guy. It's right. it is probably something like that. Isn't that Seth the whole Green, team? pardon? <laughs> Isn't that the whole team? But so, like, like if you're a real prominent player, and uh, never mind, it's a sports thing. Everybody who <laughs> knows sports say. will understand what okay, I'm saying. Okay, okay. Carrie, the sports and, guys will get it. Aaron, the sports Emma guys do not. <laughs> the most recent conversations I have had with anybody who would be in a position to say so is that it's not soon it'll ever be resurrected. This is Seth Green said this. He goes, the way it's been explained to me is that there hasn't been enough interest high enough up to go through what it would take to put it out, and that there isn't an interest in releasing this content on Disney Plus from Lucasfilm. Now, he's hmm. being nice. He's yeah. being nice. In real, it's just some asshole, egotistical douchebag at D- Disney who's killed it. Yeah. So there's no reason not to show this. See, if you don't think it's good enough to come out under the Disney, oh, really? Because you've never made shit and shown shit, then let's let an audience decide. You have 39 of them. Mm-hmm. After one, it will, or a few at least, will know if people mm-hmm. like it. And then you have 60 scripts, you can make 62 more, you yeah. dipshit. But also, you need content for yeah, Disney it's, Plus. It's baffling. It's, it's, yeah. I guarantee people it's ego. Will always watch more Star Wars shit. That's they very true. They always will. I'm not Boggles a, as, my mind, but as, yes, they will. As I've been quite upfront, I'm a Star Trek, not a Star Wars mm-hmm. person. I think Star Wars You've is. You've watched plenty. You watched I, Mandalorian. Mandalorian was good. I like Mandalorian, mostly from Baby Yoda. <laughs> but I, I did like that. I hated Gina Carano. Before I found out she's a dick. I, I you didn't just, like her? I didn't like her. She's, she's a terrible actor. She is not good actor. I she's swear a, to God, I had no right? idea she's a douchebag. I had no idea she's a wrestler. No idea she's an asshole. But um, I'm thinking, how did she get in this show? She's terrible. She's, she's, she's a one-dimensional actor. She's the worst actor on this, on this set. And um, I was right. <laughs> she, um, but Seth Green said, quote, I got a priceless experience with one of my truest heroes, He's talking about George Lucas, and got to see him laugh and enjoy all of the things that he had created in a time before he agreed to sell them to somebody else. So Seth Green claims, like, oh, it's worth it. No, that's it's not, a, Seth. That's a great PR answer. That's a, that's phenomenal, a good yeah. one. Yeah, you're right. He was coached 
perfectly. But also, it's a good attitude to have. Oh, it's a great attitude to have. nothing he can do about it. He also probably yeah. got paid for it. So. Oh, he got paid for it, but yeah, still, so. you want you sweated for years. This of is course. His, this is an, yes. animated. It yeah. takes a long time to make 32 yeah. episodes and write. Yeah. He didn't write them all, I'm sure, but still, it's, yeah. he put a ton of work. I think he said something like they're developing it for like four years. Yeah, but oh, that tells you Seth Green is a yes, good guy. Yes, he is. He's sitting on a mountain of Family Guy money. I think he's set. I think it's too still. You wish the show was on. Of course. But he's sitting on a mountain of money, he can be an asshole. And he's true, not. True. No, because so. he still wants to work Mom in the business. Mom loves so Seth not. Green. I do yeah, like she Seth She wants Green. to replace Matt Damon with Seth Green in everything. If yes. Seth Green <laughs> played a ghost boning a real woman in the 19th century... You or know 18th why? century or 16th century, Bro, your mom, would, mom. Be, would be You on know it. why I love Seth Green? Why? why? I remember little baby Seth Green. I remember baby Seth Green, too. He was a child actor. Yep. From what? Um, All kinds of like, Goonies yeah. or something? Guest spots Stand By on, Me. He was in Stand By Me, right? Was he no, Stand By Me? No, no, no. I don't think so. Guest spots on a million TV shows. million TV. Like, literally a million TV shows. Yeah. I was introduced to him. I... Family Guy, Robot Chicken, but... Um, Robot Chicken is phenomenal. He was Dr. Evil's son. Yeah. Yes, So I loved him. Of course. Scott Evil. Scott, <laughs> he was great. Dude, just take a gun. I'll shoot him right now. No, 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 son. You don't understand. We need sharks with lasers. Um, next show, TV show also, a pilot, 2004, going back a little ways for this one, but the name of the pilot was, seriously, dude, I'm gay. So right there, you're thinking. What? Seriously, dude, I'm gay? Seriously, dude, I'm gay. Two straight men would compete to see which of them can best pass as gay. Oh God! For a fifty thousand dollar prize. Oh, I'm so sorry. God. I know what I was thinking of. Yes. He was in the It miniseries. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Sorry, yes, yes. go on. Very good. So you take a couple of straight guys. Yeah. You say as a gay, and we'll make a TV show about it in the 21st century. Was this a reality what TV year? show? This is a reality TV show, 2004. <sighs> Each so then they I mean, cre- 2004, but geez. still they, and <laughs> they and they um was when was what was queer eye for the straight guy that was before 2004 wasn't it uh the first the original original one I don't know. I don't remember You're look, Emma's looking that up right now queer eye queer eye for the straight guy you never, you never heard of queer eye for the straight guy I've heard of an queer iconic eye. was it before we moved up here I think it was so it was great. It was a it was fun. it was a, a trailblazing yeah. TV show for sure. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Okay, so oh, here so you go. Just before they paired each of the straight guys with a trio of coaches that were, I, I'm guessing, were gay, and yeah, that's queer eye make, to teach them how to act gay. Well, oh. no, queer eye is like no. teaching you to like shave right, dress and nice, dress and, nice and, and like and be yeah. confident your and love yourself. Hair. <laughs> wash your ass in the shower. <laughs> wash your ass. We cannot stress enough. Wash your ass. Get the soap bar. Up there, just yeah. trust us. So, they had competitions, including swimsuit modeling, <laughs> making a quote gay face, <laughs> and convincing a date to spank them. I guess that's a gay thing. This is real. And I, they, uh, the producers thought it was. This is absolutely real. You know, straight guys made this show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you guys spank each other a lot? What do gay guys do? They make that face. What are, yeah. <laughs> You know they that face. Each other, I'm sure. Uh, you know, like when Gwyneth Paltrow sees Paltrow sees Kathy Griffin, that face. So the show's press release said, "quote A heterosexual male's worst nightmare: turning gay overnight." I mean, oh, Jesus. Even in 2004, this was not okay. Who made it? Because I'm a black uh, woman from my life. I don't know. A create one of the creative consultants on the show defended it to the Advocate, which is a gay publication. 
by saying our primary purpose was to be funny, but if people actually got to see the show, they would probably be more tolerant of gay people in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't keep a straight face through that, end quote. That's really crazy. I mean, really, dude? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (sighs) So uh, some uh, LGBT groups like GLAAD push back about it. Gee. And finally, finally, the TV network who was doing this, which was, come on. Bravo. 2004 reality, bad, horrible MTV, reality shows. Fox. Fox, Fox oh, TV was the king of terrible, yeah. insulting, insensitive reality TV shows. That's MTV for my Yeah, generation. NBC has done more of those lately, I think, but Fox was was making some just absolute shit. TLC, I, I correct, TLC is the horrible reality show did, network. Uh, yes. Did, uh, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson cry about the war on straight people. Oh, I'm sure they would have. Had they had this happened, the same thing happened now. I'm sure, absolutely, they'd be all over it. It's war on straight people. Fox uh, apologized for ever having made it, but they didn't pull it until two weeks before it was about to be aired. Wow. So I think they um, yeah. and they claimed that it was poured. It was it was pulled from the air for quote creative reasons. Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah, naturally. Oh my god, there's some. There's nice. a lot of really bad reality shows that aired. That yeah. are like, what? I won't share them. Some of them are really insensitive, so I'll tell you guys later. Yeah, tell us off screen. <laughs> off screen? Off, off screen. mic. Off camera. Here's another movie. You wanted more movies? I imagine these, I don't want to make these all TV. Here's another motion picture and made by one of the generation's most accoladed filmmakers, Quentin Tarantino. His oh. first movie, you probably think, was? Dust Till Dawn? No, his very, very first movie. The Res- Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that was his first movie? No, it was not his first movie, but everybody thinks it's his first okay. movie. His actual first movie was called My Best Friend's Birthday, and he made this while he was working at the Blockbuster in Manhattan Beach, where he was, you know, this guy talking movies and with just other Blockbuster people not going to film school at UCLA or USC, mm-hmm. and instead, and would become one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. He made this in 1987. He shot it in black and white. He made it based on, obviously, a shoestring budget. Uh, his, yeah. His cold hard black blockbuster money <laughs> and it was i'm sorry he worked at a, a store called video archives in manhattan beach manhattan beach is down near L- los angeles for you mm-hmm. folks not not did in New he York. grow up in manhattan beach i don't think he grew up in manhattan beach okay. he worked at a video store there he made about 70 minutes long and he says quote i was totally embarrassed so it was like okay i don't have a movie here this is not she's got to have it but i learned a lot Doing this, this was my film school, which I think is very. So yeah. he, he he made a terrible movie. Yeah, he never released it, but well, how could he, he, he learned a ton? <laughs> well, I mean, because because he made Reservoir Dogs about a year later. Right. Trust me, someone would have bought this even just to rework it if they wow. wanted to. True, because that was a big hit. And then of course he made Pulp Fiction, was a, a mega director shortly thereafter. So not too long. Big director. He was. Half the film allegedly though, half the film was lost by Tarantino on accident. <laughs> he misplaced it. Uh, that's Moving what they, they say. <laughs> but the rumor was that it was burned in a lab fire. And mm. he heard that rumor and said, yeah, 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 lab fire, rather than admit, he nah, just lost I lost it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Our, our, yeah, or worse bit, yet, yeah. it still exists uh-huh. and people might want to watch it. So yeah, there is a, apparently some surviving footage has been online, but the film, now that the, the most of it was lost or burned, probably lost, it'll never be seen. Interesting. Another major, major, major filmmaker named Robert Rodriguez, of course. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. He made a fascinating sci-fi movie, a short film with John Malkovich and Shuya Chang and uh, Marco Zoror. Wait, what was that name? What Chang? Shuya. Oh. S-H-U-Y-A. I say Shuya with a question mark because I have no idea. I'm sorry. And it was supposedly a really interesting little, like a, a... 
fascinating little little sci-fi short film, and it will not be seen until November eighteenth, two thousand one hundred and fifteen, or twenty one fifteen. So never twenty one fifteen. Everybody involved will be dead because. Great people, talented people involved, right? Sounds really interesting, right? Mm -hmm. It was made as part of an advertising campaign for Remy Martin's Louis XIII Cognac, which promotes the idea that it takes 100 years to make it perfect. So it will not be shown for 100 years after it was made in 2015. Intentionally, not because Oh, that's just it's stupid. It's disgusting. That's yeah. the dumbest thing ever. You're, yeah. So no one, the earth will not exist in it, that amount of time. It's a cognac ad. Yeah, yeah that's But dumb. made with very talented people and gimmicky, not going to show it for 100 years. Yeah, so, that's just, ne- so they're never going to show it. Yeah, it's so not going to ever be released. Hopefully it won't be. Hopefully the world will have ended just so no one has to see this <laughs> short It movie. ends on November 17th. <laughs> You're going to have to write a note for your kids so that my kids aren't going to be they will very likely be dead (laughs) carrie it's called global warming trust me we're all gonna die fucked guys population your grandchildren okay implosion i'm a little bit more optimistic than you guys Mm, you will be dead for sure well i know i'm gonna be dead yeah but my grandchildren and great-grandchildren won't be but you know because i have good genes you don't be doing carrie you'll be a ghost boning living people (laughs) in a castle in scotland that'll be what you do it's not even funny yeah you're as she laughs, by the way. Stop, stop so, it's not funny at all. <laughs> um, I'm being polite because this is no, no, that was not polite. That was legit. So now here's another movie for you with also a very prominent person, a phenomenally funny human being named Richard Pryor. Yes. One of my, as a small child, saw his stand-up special. Should not have seen his stand-up <laughs> special. I mean, the 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 word motherfucker was said. I'm gonna say 118 times. Probably. I was probably. I'm not kidding. I was probably like eight. Um, not a lot of parental supervision. Where and did you see this? At home. It was on on, t- TV? on, on like one of, an early before even cable. Oh, what was it yeah. called? It was like pre. It was before cable. I was probably like ten. Um, oh, it was like the. I can't remember what it was called, but it showed like some. You know. Cable, what we would soon be cable content before these cables over the air. I can't remember what it's called. Huh. My, my brother and I, because I don't know how, we probably got like a month free, and then my mom never paid the bill, <laughs> and so we got like a month of it to watch and these shows. And you know, you watch Richard. She wasn't Pryor. around. So <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother and I would watch Richard Pryor, and a was lot it of on TV? Remember Maybe? on TV? I don't know if it was that or not. It may, it may have been. What, what, was that like late seventies, early seventies, mid seventies? I, I feel like there's no, just the mid seventies or something like that. Oh, but it could I be wrong. Think it would have been late seventies, oh, but uh, maybe I it was. Don't remember. Maybe I was older. Than I think it was then. But it was from nineteen sixty. Richard Pryor, this incredibly talented actor, made a movie called Uncle Tom's Fairy Tales in nineteen sixty eight. Something Richard Pryor would do. <laughs> it was um, incredibly controversial, even though no one has ever seen it, and basically. It, he made about 40 minutes of the film, so I guess they didn't complete it. Or, or, I, don't, I don't know if that was intended to be the, the full movie or not, but it revolves around a group of black activists. They kidnap a wealthy white dude, and then they put him on trial for all of America's racial crimes. Whoa. This is oh. 1968. That doesn't sound very funny. It doesn't sound funny at all as a white male, but, um, <laughs> or even not. But it's, it, no, it sounds very serious, and... Um, he, you know, I, I don't know if it's a situation where he thought it was a terrible movie or not, but it, it got caught up in his divorce from his wife at the time. Oh. And he apparently shredded the print of the film so she didn't 
get it or something like that as you're getting divorced, something like that. Oh. He hmm. did not, though, it turns out, shred the negative. So a lot of people think he shred the negative, but apparently he did not. He shredded mm-hmm. just a print that he had, but no one's ever found the negative. So it's Damn. never been viewed. It, it, people think, like, I don't know, film experts, archivists think it exists. Mm-hmm. There's a reason to think it exists. It got somewhere in the, in the Richard Pryor or maybe his ex-wife's property. It got lost somewhere. So it's in somebody's, who knows, garage or storage yeah. unit or something like that. And it's hmm. never been seen. There's a rumor that Richard Pryor and um, Gene Wilder were lovers on the down uh, low. Richard Pryor was bisexual. Yes, he was. Uh, he just hid that, but Gene Wilder was not. You so don't know that? Uh, I know Gene Wilder. Everybody. It's a little bit gay. If you're an actor, so? yes. probably, as Tom Hardy famously said, I'm an actor. Of course, I've had gay sex. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well then, fingers crossed for Ryan Reynolds right. and George Clooney. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Next one is another TV, but an extremely prominent TV show called, of course, Game of Thrones. Yes. One of the biggest hits in the history of cable television, probably mm-hmm. the history of television. It had a show called Blood Moon, which was planned as a prequel, but was oh. going to come on after Game of Thrones. So you, you already have Game of Thrones as this incredibly successful TV show. Everybody watches it. You make a full pilot, spend HBO a ton of HBO money, yeah. You call it Blood Moon, and you never show it. It's a rumor to have cost $30 million oh, for the pilot. But isn't there a Game of Thrones prequel on now? There is now. It's not Blood Moon. It's called House of Dragon. There you go. Yeah. This was going to take place about like a thousand years before the Game of Thrones stuff happens. And um, even George R.R. R. Martin has never been allowed to see it. No one's ever sh- seen it. They've never viewed huh. it. That's weird. And of course, there's a real good reason for this. What's the reason, Carrie? I don't know. Because if you want to do a tax write-off for a piece of entertainment property, you can never monetize it it even one penny. penny. So you can't show it. You can't show it once. You can't show it on streaming, whatever. You can't do anything like that. You have to never make any money off of it. And so if you showed it on your cable on HBO, you would not. And it it was considered like it starred Naomi Watts, and it was considered like um, just not up, like not horrible, just not good. And not up to par to, yeah. I'm sure, you know, I've never seen Game of Thrones, but it is the most successful, you know, TV show ever. Yeah, I've seen, honestly, like one of them. It's we not my cup of it. tea. Yeah. It's and not my cup of tea. Yeah. Very quickly said, nah, probably not going to watch this, so yeah. we didn't. But I guess there's no dragons, and the, and the society is more primitive than it was. And so here's a quote from a guy who worked for HBO and was involved in it. He said, it, was, it wasn't unwatchable or horrible or anything. It was very well produced and looked extraordinary, but it didn't take me to the same place as the original series. It didn't have that depth and richness that the original series uh, did. Mm -hmm. Now, another reason, of course, again, uh, he may be telling the truth, he probably is, but, uh, you know, you you would still show it unless it was being used as a tax writer. So it was a movie. It wasn't a series. Well, HBO. An HBO movie? Right. That's when, yeah, it was, a, it was a movie length pilot, effectively, okay. for what would be the oh. series Blood Moon. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It was HBO, not to be feature. a series. Yes. Okay. It was always going to be on HBO. Right. And to be a series, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, TV shows now, the length of an episode is a movie. I know. That's that's not in, uncommon. An hour yeah. to an hour 15 long Especially episode. when they only make like six or eight. Exactly. And their big extravaganzas, mm-hmm. they'll be much longer. They're not just yeah. 55 minutes anymore. Yes. Like The Haunting of... Hill House and Haunting of Blind Man. Yeah. The, the series, the, I don't remember. Several the of those Mike, were over an hour long. Whatever. Um, Mike Flanagan. The, Mike Flanagan, yes. All, all of that, or like an hour, hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, very good. 
Great super, show. Super talented Great guy. show. Everybody go watch it. Oh, phenomenal. One of the best shows ever. I agree. The other, uh, now we have another one more entry from the Game of Thrones. It was the original pilot for the actual Game of Thrones. The original pilot is supposed to be one of the worst pieces of dog shit ever made for HBO. Wow. It's terrible. Talk about a turnaround. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It really was. They literally remade it Fully? almost completely. They recast several roles. Wow, that's um, not all that uncommon. To do to spend that, that much but money for that one that could probably very cost a prominent lot, property yeah. from. I've, the, yeah. I mean, I've heard of sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. This is harder when you spend a lot of money on this. They, you know, they had bought uh, Martin's the Song of Ice and Fire and all the all the novels, so it was a big deal for HBO. Yeah, they they made it with the same showrunners, David Benioff and Dan Rice, the same people who would make the next one. They admitted we didn't make a good pilot. We made a bad movie. The, okay, this is actually a funny quote. I think it was Dan Wise. He said, you listen to how sharply the pitch of somebody's voice turns up when they tell you it's good? Like, it's good, <laughs> recalls Wise in his book. He says, how much higher than their average register is the word good? That's a gauge of how <laughs> fucked you are. <laughs> Our good was in dog whistle territory, <laughs> unquote. So people have gone, it's good. I'm not, I loved it. Yeah. It was great. So they, uh, they swapped out. Uh, the person who that Amelia Clark took over the role, Dana- Daenerys. Again, I I'm not a fan of the yeah. show. Daenerys Targaryen. But that was considered critical because she's a very critical character and they had a much better, um, yeah, she fit of, the character better. House of Dragon, I think, is about like a prequel to her lineage and shit. So she's pretty yeah. integral. They completely rewrote the script. They hired a new director. The director they hired was Tim Van Patten, who I'm not positive, but I think is Dick unless this is a weird coincidental name, it's Dick Van Patten's son, Tim- Timothy Van Patten. I, I have no idea if that's true or not. I don't either. Probably. And, um, maybe. And so, uh, and then they made the second one, right? And then the producer says, quote, this is the biggest rescue in Hollywood history. You saved a complete piece of shit and turned it into something brilliant. That never happens. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, so that's considered, I mean, otherwise, if they made a second pilot and it's not great, it never sees a lot of day and we yeah. never see, they're not going to make three or four. <laughs> So. Game of Thrones has also g- gone down in history as the, one of the most um, disappointing series finales ever. I've heard that too. Yeah, like it's up there with like Sopranos yeah. and our our uh, Seinfeld. Yes, all <laughs> those like you know How I Met Your Mother and uh, has really disappointing. Really, yeah. Mash was the best. Um, Never seen it. Dick Van Patten is yes. Tim Van Patten's half brother. Oh. Now, the Tim Van Patten director is not the same person. Yes, it is. Are you serious? I'm He's, 100% Dick Van Patten's serious. dead. You can have half so brothers that are okay. dead. Yeah. I know, but, but <laughs> I, that's, that's surprising to me. Okay. I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. I mean, he, he's the director of... They clearly uh, have the same father. Game of Thrones? So, you know, men are capable of siring offspring well into their... <laughs> siring. ...old age. Wow. Carrie just... She's using Game Dick of Thrones. Van Patten. Yeah. She, is, she really is. Dick Van Patten was born in 1928. Tim Van Patten was born in 1959. Really? Yeah. That's quite a bit later. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I promise I'm not lying. Uh, I still, I'm still a little suspicious. Two more. One more TV and one more movie. So for our last TV show of things you've never seen and never will see is Our Little Genius by, you guessed it, Fox in 2010, Fox Network. They made, this is a show going to be about child prodigies and they compete against adults in a quiz show. Uh, and not just adults, but like smart adults, like oh. highly educated adults. And the idea was 
that it was going to be competitive. Well, that's <laughs> are you smarter than a fifth grader, kind of. Right? But yeah. but yeah. but also, but isn't that like with smart fifth graders and not super smart adults? Am I, I wrong? Think, yeah, like an average like, adult and like a, yeah, and like a smart fifth grader. Yeah, like Jeff Fox, Foxworthy would both host and be a contestant on that show, right? Something like that. that. Let me see. It was funny, but I Didn't never he ruined host it. Show? I'm sorry. Did he really host the show? I, it seems sounds familiar. It sounds pro- like he probably he did. He he may have. Okay, but, I'm gonna look that one up too. <laughs> look that one up. Our little genius. I don't know who hosted Our Little Genius, but the idea, but the creator of it was Mark Burnett, who is a, a urine specimen <laughs> of the worst sort. Who, of course, created uh, um, not Ameri- uh, American Idol, right? American Idol, a Bachelor, yeah. which is trash TV, and of course, The Apprentice, which is the oh. worst thing that ever happened to the country. Meaning that literally, <laughs> so, it was Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> okay, so he could. So that was the idea in that. But you have smart fifth graders against Jeff Foxworthy level intelligent adults, yeah, right? Average adults. I'm the sure. fifth, the fifth yeah. graders could could potentially win that. They, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they did. Beat a freaking PhD yeah. adult male, the fucking ten year old. Screw yourself. Depends on what the questions are. Okay, I guess so. But it, that it turns out that was not the biggest problem. Well, I guess that was the biggest problem because what happened is that. The producers, including Mark Burnett, found out very, very late when it was almost about to air that they cheated. That Ooh. some people on the production side had been coaching the kids on correct answers. That is a federal crime, it turns out. You yeah. can't do that. That's a federal crime. The movie Quiz Show yes. was based on that. A show from with um, a great actor, Ray Fiennes. In oh, well, quiz that show, was the, the, movie the true about, story yeah. in the late fifties, I want to say, early sixties, something, like something like that. Where it was a famous quiz show called the was one hundred sixty four thousand dollar question or something. Sixty four thousand. Sixty four thousand dollar question. <laughs> I added, I, I in, in, for inflation, and um, <laughs> they and where it turned, and this guy be created, he became a phenomenon because he kept winning, and, he, and, it, mm. and it boosted the ratings, et cetera, et cetera. And they found out he was cheating. They were giving him the answers, so mm. he they, they put him in like the soundproof yeah. glass booth. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. But they were giving the answers beforehand, and so he knew the answers, and he, he memorized the answers in the order they'd be asked. So yeah. they cheated. Big, st- huge, huge, huge um, scandal, scandal. Yeah. criminal wow. act. So it's it's illegal to do that because there's money involved. Fun mm-hmm. fact about the movie quiz show. Yes, Dean, you know what it oh, is. Oh, I do know what it is. My water broke during that movie. Here's water broke with really our first did show. not get to see it. Did not. None of us did. Got our money back. We left. Rachel decided to be born. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fucking Which, you know, we could have stayed. She wasn't born immediately. Okay. okay. And she'd do that. <laughs> She's ridiculous. Uh, if I wasn't actually having labor pains, mm-hmm. I might have seen it. But I love this movie! <laughs> <laughs> I went into it not feeling well. Also, fun fact, I didn't immediately know my water broke. She thought uh, she peed herself. No. Mm. No liquid escaped. What? Immediately. <laughs> I was like scrunching okay, in my chair this? to let somebody, you know, get in front of me in the aisle. And um, I felt a pop. And first baby, so I was dumb. I thought, oh my God, I broke the baby's neck or something. Cause yeah, I, okay. you know, cause you know, the head's down and sure, all that kind sure. of stuff. A lot of, happens all the time. <laughs> and then, like clockwork, I, I had a pain in my tummy. And then, you know, five minutes goes by. God, I'm having another pain. I literally stood up, went to the back of the theater, walked around, nothing happened. Went back, sat down, another pain came. And I told you, I just want to leave. And I think I said something like, shut the fuck up. I like this movie. Stop. I believe. Like, it's good. No, you were really nice about it. I was. And then as <laughs> she says with obvious surprise. You were <laughs> as we were walking out of the theater, that's when it's like, oh, 
I think my water broke. I put two and two together. So it took a little while. Yeah, yeah. It's a great story, Carrie. It, Gross. It never but, happens um, like it does in the movies. No, ever. it doesn't. Well, yeah, a gallon of water gushes onto yes. the hardwood floor. Yeah. Like, okay, stop that. <laughs> the last entry in movies, TV shows you will never see is maybe the most prominent and certainly the most recent. It is DC Comic Universe. Batgirl. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, poor Batgirl. Ninety million dollars to make Batgirl the a franchise done. movie. Completely finished it. A, in, integral, supposedly integral part of the DC Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. and they have canceled it. People are devastated. And and had a Latina superhero lead. Mm-hmm. Very bad timing to cancel and never show that kind of a movie. People Just a devastated. stupid idea. Pretty sure Michael Keaton was supposed to like yes. reprise his role he wasn't, yeah. as Batman. Yep. And- it's an incredibly bad look to cancel the Latina Batgirl movie, said uh, Kevin Smith, the comic book guy. Yeah. And <laughs> guy. Um DC has said, we're not going to launch a movie until it's ready. We're not going to launch a movie to make a quarter, and we're not going to put a movie out unless we believe in it. We're Shut going up. to focus on quality. Of overt no, really? lie. 100%. <laughs> really? It's, it's what, what did we just hear a few, um, a few items ago? Tax. It, tax write-off. This is 100% mm-hmm. for a tax write-off, That's- and you cannot show Because people are saying, put it on HBO Max. Yeah. You own HBO Max. Stream it on HBO Max. Let, let the audience decide if it likes it or not. You can't do that. You, if you want to write it, and all they're, they're using it for a $90 million tax write-off, which is disgusting. It's horrible. And vile. And sh- by the way, it shouldn't be legal. And Batgirl will now disappear. And Leslie Grace, the star of it, I mean, it's not like she's a household star. That's just devastating to not. So, you you know, you've heard, like, oh, I got cast in a movie or something like that. And, and those things fall apart. Yeah. To make a movie Fully. that is a... And not even a small movie that may or may not get distributed, but to make a movie that is yeah. going to be a tentpole movie and it gets buried, just gut-wrenching. I'm sure if you're an actor and you get cast in any sort of superhero property, you're like, oh, I'm good. I'm set yeah. for a couple yeah. years. No, it's tragic. It's horrible. It's, it's too bad. But um, that And that's caused a lot of controversy, mm-hmm. but they've written it off, so they're yeah. not going to show it. You'll never see it. You'll never see Batgirl that until they make really a second sad. one. Yeah. Yeah. If they ever do. I don't know if they ever will. I think they've they've completely reconfigured the whole DC thing, they're right? They're redoing it, and they're pretty pissed. And there is some rumors that Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, and Gal Gadot are getting together, and they're going to sue Warner Brothers. Oh, really? And they have a good case. If they sue, they could win. Really? Yeah, because you have to think about it. They were locked in for yeah, contracts. They said no to movies because yeah. Ben, ben Affleck had in his contract that he was going to direct a... Batman movie. Really? And that's never going to be made. He's never going to be Batman again. Gal Gadot's never mm. going to be Wonder Woman. Henry Cavill's not. He quit a show. Yes, r- I knew that. Supposedly. Henry Cavill quit. There's also rumors that he was Correct. fired because he's yeah. a, not a pleasant person. Not the best guy in the world. He's but a misogynist. Say he did quit The Witcher yeah. to go be Superman again, and they said, no, nope, never mind. Yeah, Psych. that's huge. That's so a, if, that's they, a, if they sue, yeah. they could have a really good case against one. Yeah, you, you kind of, it's all their way. You have to sign a seven-movie deal, whatever, but if they wanted to blow it off, you're screwed. And you yeah. probably have to say no to, you know, no, sorry, I can't yep. do this movie. It depends no, on how those contracts are written, I suspect. Yeah. They're written to the studio's advantage. Oh, of course they are. So for sure they are. They may not have as good of a case as you. Yeah, they probably don't. They probably don't. But it is pretty sleazy of the studio. It yeah. is sleazy. Okay, they could. Yes. They could get some sort of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Well, that is it for blo- uh, drops. This has been a two-parter. 
clearly. Two-parter, our first episode about this was Big Flops. Then we brought you Big Drops. I hope you enjoyed them. Again, was it weird? Eh. It was kind of weird. weird. Especially I find the drops to be particularly weird that that you know you, you do that much spend that much and you just a- absolutely bury something yeah. especially in the situations where it's not buried for quality mm-hmm. the, the star wars one batgirl obviously and the star wars one is just utterly baffling to me and yes. uh, we, those are the two notice that were very likely associated with uh, text yeah. yes, the definition of weird is very subjective it is we we so agree here on you, the show you shouldn't think <laughs> that only your opinion about the definition of weird matters i i don't think that. and this has been a a Dean and Emma passion project. Yeah. <laughs> it has. Passion podcast. This is my niche. Yes, this, it is. This topic, I could go on and on and on. I have Ooh. a lot of useless information about the movie world. <laughs> Emma came home especially just to, to, to <laughs> yes, do she about did. movies. The only kids, it's like, oh, you guys do an episode? Um, and then we say, it's about movies. Okay, I'll be there. I'll be, uh, I'll be, give me five minutes. Give me five. All right. That is it for our episode of uh, Movie Big Stuff. Big flops and drops. Big flops and drops. Okay. Flops and drops. See ya. Bye.